Hello and welcome back to the movies made us do it. Me and Matt are back. How are you, Matt? I am pretty good, sir. Yourself? Um, yeah, very well. Busy, very busy week, but um, I've got a cup of tea, got a whiskey. I'm happy. A whiskey? Yeah, man. Chill, chill out after work, having a whiskey, talking to my mate about movies. Sweet. Yeah, good way to so start the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> it's been been one of those weeks, you know. It's just been one of those Fair weeks, enough. but it's all good. Um, yeah, how have you been? You've been all right. Excellent. Yes, yes, indeed, indeed. Um, well, let's just get right into it, I suppose. What have you been watching, Matt? Uh, well, I shall start with Bruised. Bruised, yes, on the list of films I almost watched this week. <laughs> so, uh, so, yes, tell me about Bruised. Yeah. Uh, so it's on Netflix at the moment. Mm. Uh, it stars uh, Halle Berry uh, and, sorry, Aidan Canto, uh, Sheila Atim. And it is the directorial debut of uh, Halle Berry as well. Yes, which I'm I'm quite excited for. I I always always find um, you know directorial debuts exciting, especially when it's an actor or or, or you know a musician or, or anyone moving into that field. I'm always like, oh, I wonder yeah, how that's going to go. You know, it's nice to see how they how they cope with it, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, she's been in the industry a long time now, so yeah, you know, she's presumably picked up some things. But uh, I guess yeah. she'll tell me now. So, I mean. You- <laughs> thought so um so uh this is the story about um uh she's called uh, jackie justice and she was a uh mma fighter and uh in she in her big sort of um her big uh fight in the uh against a sort of a, a big opponent she basically choked and um basically got completely caned and tried to sort of climb over the fence uh she seemed to have some sort of panic attack okay um, is this just uh, based on a true story sorry to interrupt it is not okay no. cool okay right um so uh it's, it's just, before that point she seemed to be undefeated so she was making a name for herself she was you know becoming get, getting pretty pretty big mm-hmm. but clearly something happened that night uh so you know uh come to sort of now and she is basically cleaning toilets and cleaning for rich families okay uh she lives with uh desi who is her boyfriend stroke manager who is a complete piece of shit basically Um, he's just an asshole um and she's clearly got a drinking problem because she comes home and she you see her empty a well, sneaking into the, uh, the house while her boyfriend's asleep, um, take out a bottle from a locked cupboard and empty the bottle into a um, squirty cleaning bottle under the sink, which she, you know, drinks from occasionally. Right, okay. Uh, while this is uh, happening, um, well, he he then takes her, he, the next day he sort of takes her to this uh, underground fight um, sort of club. Yeah, where she watches this woman called Werewolf, who is the biggest woman. She's absolutely <laughs> huge. That is a, a fucking says, name for is, a fighter. <laughs> yeah, she says that is that is not that is not a woman. That's a man. He's like, nope, it's definitely a woman. God damn. And she just you see her decimate this other woman, mm-hmm. and 
somebody notices in the crowd, you know, that's like earlier on, you also saw while well, she was sat outside a, a, a thing, some kids, some sort of young blokes notice her and like film her and say, oh, that's, you know, she washed up and she, that was Jackie Justice and all that sort of stuff. Right. So she's like uh, a, uh, I, I guess, still a celebrity, much to her like chagrin. She she wants nothing yeah, to do with it. She's yeah. sort of a bit of a joke, I suppose, because, uh-huh. of, you know, because what happened on like and anyway, she gets in this crowd. She gets um, spotted again, and her obviously her boyfriend brought her there because of this. Yeah, you know he wants to sort of do something. Um, and there's a sort of fight promoter there that that spots her, and he's watching her. And basically, this massive werewolf woman um, <laughs> that makes her sound like she's a. Real I know werewolf. it sounds great. Yeah, <laughs> not a real werewolf. Um, <laughs> that would be she, a twist. She baits her to the point where she fights back and absolutely decimates her. She full-on headbutts her into the ground, basically, Jackie Justice does. Okay. So it proves that she's still got... She's still capable and dangerous, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. and it seems to be a sort of, you know, a a triggered by anger. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, is her thing. Um, But she didn't want to be there. She, you know, she's really upset with her boyfriend because, you know, he basically shanghaied her put her into that position yeah yeah and um she's then approached by um this uh promoter guy i'm trying to find who he is actually i can't remember what it is. oh immaculate that's what he's, he's called i think that's him uh he comes over and says you know I've, i know who you are i saw you know i just saw what you do i can you know bring you back out i'll give you a decent fight you know i want to make sure and she's like no I, i'm i'm past that I, I, i'm done I, yeah i don't do that anymore but she takes his card sort of thing and she decides, you know, she, you can see that she's, think, she's thinking about it. When they get home, uh, her mother, who she's clearly not got the best relationship with, is outside her house. And she has uh, a small child with her who I think he's six. Right. Um, who is, which is her child. Um, but the, he, she left basically the kid and the dad i think and the child moved to i think south america right and now he he's died and the okay. child left alone so she's now got this kid that she has no idea what to do with mm-hmm. like she's uh, hasn't seen since basically she gave you know birth to him and he's on a do- on his on her doorstep and Basically, from there, you get the, you know, she's obviously, she's going to fight again. So you get the whole sort of, you know, fight of redemption and trying to find her mother sk- mothering skills. Yeah. Um, she gets sort of trained by um, this uh, this woman called, um, they, 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 she calls herself Budokan, which I thought was quite funny. <laughs> um, so she, she's called Budokan and she's, um, I think she's an English actress. She certainly got on the English. I have seen her in a few other things. Um, Sheila Atom, and uh, she is this sort of like um, Buddhist chanting sort of like. Um, it's actually quite cool um, trainer, and um, she sort of you know at first she thinks oh god this is this is going to be terrible she's a fucking joke I don't you know trust her but there's this uh, there's this guy there who now this I thought this was very odd. Um, he, it's the guy that played Foofer in the last, the latest June. Uh, oh yeah, Steve, Stephen McKinley Hend, uh, Henderson. Mm-hmm. So he's 
he's clearly another sort of trainer and he's there as well. Now, weirdly, he sort of stands in the background most of the time and he doesn't say an awful lot. And then there's a bit at the end, which I'm not going to spoil. There's a bit sort of towards the end of the, the, the movie where he's sort of like brought forward. But because you've not really sort of, he's not really done enough. It seems very odd when his mm. role is sort of brought forward. It's like, it would have been nicer to have got more on this guy, but... Do you think there a, is some cut scenes there or something that have kind of harmed uh, that? Maybe. maybe. Um, so, I will say, um, this is, I think, well, actually one of um, Barry's best performance because she is not scared of looking fucking awful and yeah. being an almost unlikable character, actually. Mm. Well, that, um, that's the point know. of a redemption story, isn't it? <laughs> exactly. It, it's it's very difficult to to get to uh you know to 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 redeem yourself if you don't start off as is somewhat unlikable. Um, yeah. You know, or 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 down and out at least, or just, um, or just some sort. Of, yeah, or just yeah, like you said, like down and out sort of thing. Um, so I think she, uh, she does. It's a it's a really good um, portrayal, and I. I've not unbeknownst to me, she's actually a massive uh, MMA fighter. Apparently, she's been she's she goes to most of the events as, so as a fan. She, yeah, right. she's a real she's a real fan. So she she obviously um, got in with with you know the the, the, the people there, and there are there are obviously you know the the woman playing um, werewolf is a real fighter. Sure, um, yeah, I imagine the uh, movie's full of if you, if you know the fighters, her. you'll you'll see them in yeah, the movie. And the, yeah. the, the, so she fights at the end is another um oh, she's got a russian name i can't remember what, what she's called now she's really good as well um i thought for the most part because it's she's fighting at one of the uh, i can't remember which particular weight it is it's like you know featherweight type thing yeah because she's fighting at the very sort of small the small weight she's believable as a, a you know as a fighter i think she does pretty a pretty convincing job. I mean, some people will probably disagree, but I think she she did a pretty convincing job as a fighter. Sure. Um, the actual fights themselves, I thought, were pretty well handled. Mm-hmm. Um, for a, for, I'm not sure whether she directed the, the fight scenes herself, or whether she, or whether she had someone else. But the, I well, I mean, she probably rest- had experts at least. You know, yeah, that, that, yeah, yeah. No fights and fight choreography. I, um, but I think they were filmed pretty well. You, for the most part, you, for the most time, you see what's going on, which is always yeah. That, you know, yeah it's bug bear with me when you see a boxing movie yeah. or a fight movie, and you can't actually see what's fucking it's, going on. It's very it. I well, and I think that that usually speaks to the the lack of ability of the actors to perform in the scene. <laughs> Um, yeah. you know shaking the camera about and being far too zoomed in always strikes me as like they don't really know how to fight they're not really fighting very well so we're going to hide it um yeah. whereas the, it shows a lot more confidence when you're willing to show you're like okay we think these people have got the skills to actually pull this off convincingly we're going to show you what's happening yeah. um so that's good I'm that's really good I'm not, I'm not saying it's the best fighting i've ever seen or no anything, but, but you're right because that's a bugbear of mine too actually with yeah. fight scenes i it really annoys me the old um the the worst for me is always the uh the knife fights when it's just people flicking a knife around in front of <laughs> front yeah. of the camera uh that always annoys me like uh, <laughs> the end of uh under siege oh god you know um, is i i do not remember it well enough to okay, remember how sure. bad it is but i can imagine uh well i haven't watched it for a long time but from what i remember it was just Seagal and, and Tommy Lee waving a knife around in front of the camera really quickly and you know, <laughs> hoping for the best. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Slow. <laughs> Tommy Lee. Which Tommy Lee? Jones. No, I know which one. I just. I know, I know which one you meant. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. So I, I think that um, her performance is, is really, really good. Mm. Um, I actually really liked the, the the character of Boudicca, and I thought she was um, she was really interesting. Yeah. She, um, there's a there's a sort of um, there's a some, again not trying to give it away. So, something happens which I thought okay I'm I'm not quite sure I believe it happening but okay right. I'll I'll go I'll go with it. Okay. It's fine. Um it, when it when it actually happens it, it was like okay you know I see what you you know it's fine that it's happened. And actually I thought it was it was done quite well and it's interesting where it goes but it, it at first you think oh okay I'm not sure whether that came did that come out of nowhere or have I missed something sort of thing sure um there's um her the uh Adrienne Lennox who plays her mother is is quite interesting because she's not exactly horrible but it does seem to that it, it well not doesn't it suggests that she wasn't a great mother sort of and some terrible things happened to Jackie when she was younger and it First, you're sort of like it, it goes. Oh, you know, you, you see how horrible it was and how shocking it is, but then it's kind of swept away, and you don't really deal with it. She's just okay with her mother, and it's like uh, okay, fine, whatever. But you know, I guess you, there's only so much you can fit in a movie, you know, to, to move it on. Um, I thought the little kid. Um, was really good he's you know he he doesn't speak from uh he, he he's you know he, he after the death of his father he's basically silent yeah and you know he doesn't know this woman she's this big when he first sees her she's all mashed up like because she's just yeah sure you know, yeah yeah been beaten up and she's sort of terrifying um th- there is quite a lot of um you know melodrama in this it's it, it's at times, it's it, it, well, it's definitely it, it, it's more about this sort of mother stuff at times, and which is not a problem. Uh, I think it will be a problem for a lot of people who you know want more of a fight movie, but I, it's it's not that sort of fight movie. So, yeah, I for the most part really enjoyed it. I thought it was actually a, a pretty. She did a very good job of, of directing for her first attempt. I think um, I would actually go out of my way to watch anything she directs in future well it sounds like not only was it a very strong directorial debut but also one of her strongest acting roles as well which is yeah impressive i i think so i think she did a really good job i mean there's 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 one particular uh scene which is not really giving anything away but she has uh she basically has a a meltdown in a uh a restaurant bathroom okay and it i I thought that was uh, handled particularly well. I thought that was really, really good. Um, and yeah, there's there's some really nice stuff in it. There's some really good um, sort of character scenes that I really, really enjoyed. And I thought she was she was just great. And I'm not a massive Halle Berry fan, to be to be honest. I'm, she, we were discussing you know, this before uh, yeah. before we went on air, and I said I I think she's fine. I think she's just often very miscast. I, I would definitely agree That's... with that. I think there are certain roles where she's 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 been very good, yeah, like Monsters Ball and stuff mm. like that. And then there's a few roles where it's like oh, I'm not sure she was the right person for this role, or you know, yeah, I, I like think... I I never saw her as Storm particularly. I she grew on me. I she think... grew on me, but I I think um I I don't know. I I guess like 
kid you know kid from 84 i i i was used to uh you know for me storm storm was like the animated series with the you know yeah. the strong accent and, and everything else and I, yeah you I know guess they, and i i, I loved how like you know like storm in the much. cartoons was like so over the top and like yeah you know and i kind of like i i always missed um for me storm is is best when she's you know doing her kind of chanting to the weather and you know mm. all that like calling to the weather and stuff i love all yeah. that stuff that i know it's cheesy it doesn't doesn't uh translate well to film i, I don't think but, it would have but it's you know it's awesome it, it, but going from but, that to halle berry and halle berry's performance of storm is is quite understated by very understated <laughs> by comparison um and uh yeah i mean she's got that one awful line um in the first movie which you know made me the, laugh the, Thing. Yeah, the, you, 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 but there's, the thing is, is that you could fix that line. I know with 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 just a, so many different things. Not like, do you just, know what you happens to a toad when it's struck by lightning? Isn't that what it is? And then she's like, yeah. she she hits him. It's like the same thing that happens to everything else. Like that was the, yeah. the worst line. That's not her fault. That's a writing. Problem. No, it's not her but, fault. You know, it's, it's like who, who, whoever wrote that was like a fucking just, idiot. You know, like. Let's find gore, out. Right, would I'm assuming. Funny, wouldn't it? When you said uh, to know what happens when you start lighting with it, let's find out. That yeah, that been. works better. I mean, it's still it's a cheesy <laughs> line, but it at least works better. Yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's yeah. That's not really her fault. Not at all. Um, but yeah. But yeah. I think, yeah. I, I think she. I think she. She suffered from one of those. Um, one, she, of, one of the. She also um, would have made one hell of a Bond girl. Were she not in one of the worst Bond movies? Like yes. I think she would have been great as a Bond girl, she's just actually, not in that yeah, film. She's, she's not the the reason no. that movie sucks. No, no, not at all. <laughs> not by a long stretch. Is that her fault? She's, she's doing her best. In she that is. Movie. She's that, doing her she's best. She's one of the bright spots in that movie, actually. Jinx. I mean, so much so that they were going to do a spin-off. I'd they? have they watched were... a spin-off of Jinx. Do you know? I probably would. She's have. kind of cool. She was kind of like you said. Of, of all the things in that movie, Jinx is not the problem. Personally, I would rather have seen the spin-off with Michelle Yeoh's character, but or both you know, have that, them team up. That would have been. Oh, I see now that, and now you're talking. Yeah, and that definitely watch. Because you know, I, I'm a big fan of buddy cop buddy movies. You know, yeah. I like that. So I, I could have <laughs> got behind. And, that. And, and the spy one with, with, the, with those two would have been great. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, and I think the thing that she suffered from the most, I think, is that I think people cast her on her looks. Yeah, sure. And, and she's actually a good actress. Exactly, that's the problem. Is it's, it's like she can actually act. Don't just cast her because she looks good. No, you know, absolutely. Give her, something, give her something to fucking do. Yeah. yeah so yeah. I think, yeah, I think she's she's just she's been in a lot of very bad movies. I think is is the problem. Yeah, I I, I agree. Um, but but... I th- yeah, I, I genuinely think this is a good movie. I think it's uh, it, it's you know again it's not going to be for, for well, everybody's and, taste. and hopefully. So we'll, pointed with the fight stuff but i thought the fight stuff was pretty good hmm. i'm sure uh, if you're like a massive just... mma fan and you watch fights all the time but that's no different than if you're in the military yeah, and mean, then you watch a military movie you're going to be like well yeah, you know I, mean, I i like i do like a to you know uh, watch mma a, a, a bit i do a bit um, but i'm not going to claim to you know you, yeah i'm no i'm not going to claim that i'm a, <laughs> a, a massive fan or anything but yeah. i know a you know a bit yeah and i do i do watch the occasional fight i like i enjoy a you know watching them but and you and you know you 
when you see when you watch the fight at the end, you will see things like you know you will see telegraphed shots sure. and all that. Too. But I don't see that as a problem really. It's it. I think it's done well enough that it's it it holds up enough. You know, mm. it's it's not it's, it's not wow. you know your martial arts extravaganza or anything. But it then no. you know, what is. Yes, absolutely. Well, I will. I will definitely be uh, be checking Bruised out. It was on my list. Uh, I just didn't uh, didn't get yeah, to give it, it. Give it a go. So uh, I certainly will. But and I, this was not planned. We don't know what each other watches, right? So this is not a planned segue into. This just happens to be the only movie I've watched this week. <laughs> uh, but uh, from one fight to another fight, I watched Rocky versus Drago. The uh, Stallone recut of Rocky Four. Oh, I've heard about this. Yeah. Yes. Um, and I will say up front, before I even go into this, I will say uh, you absolutely owe it to yourself. It's for free on YouTube. Go and watch the documentary about this because I do feel the documentary that Stallone has made about making this recut is probably far more interesting than the actual movie. Uh, it's, it's really good it's just a really really yeah. interesting um look at someone kind of looking back over a film that they made you know i don't know 30 years ago or something and, and just thinking you know i want to do something different i want I, I i made mistakes here and i want to try and correct them or change them um so you know this this kind of uh is i'm a huge rocky fan for, for yes. starters to to, to to put that out there in case i haven't mentioned that on the show before i'm sure i have um <laughs> and nice Rocky Four is, I think it's fair to say, always been the outlier when it comes to the tone. Like the the, the obviously Rocky is a masterpiece of a movie. Rocky yeah. Two, it's it's very much in the same tone, but it you know mm. it's I, I don't think it's quite on the level of Rocky. Most sequels aren't. Um, Rocky Three again starts to get a little like a little more silly. You've got the wrestling match with Thunder Lips and that kind of stuff. Um but totally the one I've seen the least. Not sure. not including the new the newer ones. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, you know, the, the the older ones, that's the one I've seen least, I think. But um it still tonally kind of fits to an extent. It it fits better. Four is like insane. Uh, or was insane uh, and then five kind of tried to bring it back to to the more realistic thing um although rocky five definitely has its issues and i think that's the biggest thing i have here is that i, I do feel like rocky four as much as it deviated from the tone uh uh of the uh, the other movies um mm-hmm. it was certainly a better movie than rocky five ended up being and and i kind of feel like if there was a movie he was going to take rocky five would be the one because i know there's a very good work print for rocky five out there that could make a much better movie if he decided to to do a director's cut of that and i hope he does actually after doing rocky four here um mm-hmm. but i guess you know he was sat around in the pandemic and he was like well i can't make movies what can i do <laughs> I'll, I'll go back and and and, and recut um rocky four into more of how how you know he's now obviously a lot older a lot wiser what would i do with this movie that i made back in the day um it's it's quite different to um to to the rest of the series so he's basically taken uh the the original rocky four and he has uh removed a lot of scenes and put in a lot of scenes there's like four He's. I know what has been removed because I, I saw. I've seen oh, the, the, the robot is gone. Yes. Yeah, he's he completely removed all the all the poorly poorly robot stuff. Paulie's robot is gone. Um, and uh, uh, yeah, a lot of things have gone. There's about forty minutes of of new 
footage basically but the movie right. only runs a few minutes longer so so a lot of that footage okay. you know a lot of stuff has been removed and a lot of things have been put it's just through. replaced replaced yeah um and you can see the he's very much tried to bring it in line tonally with the rest of the series um so like the yeah the as you said paulie's robot is no more he doesn't exist that she doesn't exist in the movie <laughs> right um the fight scenes for the most part where possible and we'll get to it where possible much more realistic there's no it doesn't sound like shotgun blast when they punch each other anymore the the the, the, the punching <laughs> sounds a lot more realistic the fights are longer like the, the 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 fights are longer and a bit more kind of realistic as much as possible um uh and it, it changes quite a bit in terms of um apollo probably more than anyone else um i know that stallone said that he he regrets killing apollo off which i i don't i disagree with personally i think killing well, I apollo think off was the right the, thing to do um you know not wanting someone to be murdered but i think that's one of the, one of the for best the character it's character motivation i, I think he needed yeah, to exactly. die um but this movie does change that quite a bit and it's kind of weird when you guys <laughs> so i put it on and i was like Am I watching Rocky Four or Rocky Three? Because there's like a load of Rocky Three scenes at the start of this movie. Um, it pretty much kind of recaps Rocky Three and and what happened there. Uh, and it kind of felt unnecessary until you get to the next couple of scenes because the movie, the the well, the movie that isn't Rocky Three, the the mm. movie uh, basically opens with Apollo and it very much changes the motivations of Apollo. So you know, in the uh, in the 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 original rocky four cut it was like apollo fucking hates russians <laughs> he hates the communists yeah. coming over and he's like we gotta show them uh whereas in this movie it's it's much more about uh apollo's journey from one to three uh and he wants to prove that he's still got it it's, it's very much more about apollo wanting to prove that he's still uh he's still a fighter he's still you know he's still relevant he wants to prove he's still relevant and that's much more his motivation going into the fight with drago rather than russian's bad (laughs) you know um and and there are some great scenes in that way and and that's kind of interesting to see um and yeah the, the the rocky three footage at the opening kind of really supports that um we get a few more lines from drago uh the not many because he doesn't talk much anyway but the the movie i I think stallone kind of tries to paint him more sympathetically uh more as a human than actual yeah more as a human and and more as a puppet like uh we get a scene uh recut in the uh press conference one of the press conferences and he tries to start speaking um and then his kind of you know the his trainer starts talking for him and, and giving all of the the uh you know political speak and, the, the, and yeah, like yeah. Like the party line, and, the party line yeah towing the party line so you you do kind of see him <laughs> as a little more sympathetic in this although he does still do the the immortal like if he dies he dies line you know that that line's yes. still in there um the montages are still there i was really surprised actually i thought he was going to get rid of those but they're still there so that was great i was happy i still got no easy way out and you know can't get rid of the montage that would would be a terrible thing that's like half the movie with rocky four rocky (laughs) four is just one big montage um um and uh i i would say the the ending is is quite changed as well because i mean if you remember the original from rocky four rocky kind of resolves the cold war um yes uh, change you can change everything yeah and and, and, in, and in this version i think he might make it worse <laughs> like, it just, <laughs> just doesn't help at all How the hell does that happen? 
Well, in the original, so he does the speech. He does does the same yeah. speech from Rocky Four, uh, and and the audience clap. Now, in the original, the audience clap, and then the politicians clap, and everyone's like, "Yes, Rocky's right." Uh, in this one, the audience clap, the politicians look fucking furious and they storm the fuck out of the place so it's kind of like i think he might have raised tensions rather than helping um but you know it's cool and and the new scenes are very interesting as a fan of rocky and having watched rocky for as much as i have really yeah. interesting to see different scenes we get like the funeral scene for apollo uh we we get lots of different scenes um the problems come uh and there are problems the the the, the biggest problems being you really notice that there are scenes missing and it really completely buggers up the flow of the movie for me. Like there's scenes where you're like, this doesn't really flow into the next scene. And where's the scene that gives context to this? And how does we end up here? Like, I know how we ended up there because I've seen Rocky four and I know it like the back of my hand. I understand. But, but watching it here, you're like this, it feels less like a full movie and more like a really good kind of work print that needs bits you know because you you kind of feel when you're watching it you're like i can see what stallone's trying to do but obviously he couldn't go back and film new scenes because everyone's far too old to do that i was gonna say yeah like it being 30 odd years yeah. ago now it's, so it's yeah good it's, luck with that it's an interesting it's experiment it, i suppose yeah it, it's yeah but it, it ends up being a very interesting experiment where it's like I can see what you were trying to do here, and and it's yep. it's fun to watch that. And as a Rocky fan, I love it. Uh, I really enjoyed it. It won't replace Rocky Four for me, but it is an interesting no. uh, change, and it does well, that's, fit that's, totally that's, with the rest. That's it. I mean, I don't. I mean, it's it's been a again. It's been a long Rocky. I I catch like all the time. The first one I catch oh, all the yeah. time because masterpiece. I, Rocky is a genuinely phenomenal movie. It really like, is. Rocky. I think Rocky's the, the yeah. best of still hands down the best movie. And um, I, it's been a while since I've seen four. Sure, but w- I mean, would I notice? Yeah, I, I think you'd certainly notice some things. I mean, for one thing, one of the biggest victims of this cut is Paulie, um, because they've cut out all I... of the Paulie's robot stuff. You've lost most of Paulie's scenes, um, and then it kind of feels awkward at the end when Paulie's like has that redemption moment when he cries at Rocky and he says, yeah. "You know, of all the people I've ever known, if I could be anyone, I'd be you." He he still says that in this movie, but like because most of his scenes are missing, it kind of feels like it's not really earned. There's nothing yet, right? You know, no because we don't see Paulie as the drunk, angry, you know, the angry drunk at the start, and we don't see you know him his interactions with the robot and all of that stuff. That well i mean i can see why because he wanted to remove the robot because it was ridiculous but in removing yeah. the robot you've removed most of paulie's scenes That's um, isn't it? so it, it's kind of yeah it, it but again i i don't think so what i'm trying to get at is i really enjoyed this as a rocky fan and i would recommend it yeah. if you're a fan of rocky movies you know especially if you like rocky 4 really interesting i don't think it works terribly well as its own movie it's a cool interesting experiment and companion right. piece to the movie um, okay and i can see what he was trying to do and, and i kind of feel like god if he could go back and and remake the whole movie back in you know back in the 80s when it was made it would be amazing yeah. uh but the reality is he had to work with what he had and i think he did a great job but it does feel quite disjointed and it does feel like scenes don't really flow very well um but it's very interesting i i had a great time watching it and uh well i guess i will have a great time watching it because i ended up 
buying it was the only way i could watch it so uh, yeah. I, I will be watching it again but um yeah, yeah you, I, you know would recommend it to anybody who's actually a fan yes and not absolutely for, I, I, for I think if you're a fan non-fan. of yeah I, I wouldn't recommend it if you're a non-fan um yeah. because i don't think as a movie it works terribly well unless you can remember rocky four um because mm-hmm. like i said it is quite disjointed in places but it was very interesting and it's a very interesting idea someone going back and being like actually i'm going to try and change the movie that i made as much as i can um it's an interesting experiment and i think as a filmmaker it's very interesting to watch that sort of thing only usually really works if there's enough to be reinserted well there's a lot to be inserted yeah there's like 40 minutes of different footage in this movie so they obviously filmed a lot um but it but unfortunately like i said some scenes don't quite flow into each other in in a in a usable way in my opinion well, it's a shame. but it's it's an interesting experiment i certainly don't yeah. I, I certainly don't regret watching it or buying it and i will certainly be watching it again i just don't know if i was like hey hey paula want to watch rocky versus drago i you know i'd just be like well she's gonna be like this doesn't really make much yeah i mean i mean it works kind of but it, you'd be like yeah eh. You know, it feels like there's some stuff missing. Whereas if I showed so her Rocky Four, so basically this this thing is just clearly for people who know. Oh, the movie it's for yet, the fans. But... I think it's for the fans for sure. Okay. Um, and well, from that perspective, it works. There's enough of them which makes it worthwhile. So absolutely, you know, and you can tell it was a real passion project for Stallone. Yeah. Um, and I, I do genuinely, not even, not, not joking. I genuinely, highly recommend the documentary that Stallone's made on on YouTube. It's only yeah. like filmed with like a, you know, a camera phone or you know, a couple of cameras. But it's really interesting seeing him revisit and and the the, the things he wanted to do. Uh, it's really interesting. So no, I, I, I thoroughly <coughs> enjoyed it. I, I just feel like I have to temper expectations if you're going in expecting this to be a, you know, a fluid movie that makes perfect sense and doesn't have any kind of issues because you know you can see what he's trying to do uh it's just difficult getting there 30 years later but yeah so uh yeah, yeah. I, I recommend it cool. yeah, rocky versus drago what else have you watched uh so i have seen queen pins queen pins which uh i i hoped when you mentioned it was going to be a bowling <laughs> movie but it's not <laughs> so uh it's a crime it movie. is not like bowling no. Uh, so this is uh, Kristen Bell, uh, Kirby Howell Baptiste, Paul Walter uh, Hauser, uh, Bibi Rexa, who mm-hmm. I only know in vague passing. Yeah. Uh, this is apparently her her her, uh, her debut film, I think. Um, Joel McHale and um, oh my word, I cannot find him now. Um, why is he not even on the thing? Um, I can't find his name. He doesn't Shit. exist. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Um, oh, It'll anyway, come back to you. It will come back to me. Uh, so yes, uh, directed and written by Aaron uh, Gaudet, uh, I think. Mm-hmm. Looks French, so I, I'll, miss <laughs> the, I'll miss the T off. Sure. Um, Gaudet, I think. Uh, so this is based on a true story. Um, and it's about uh, Connie, played by Kristen Bell, who is a <laughs> a housewife who was a, I think, three times Olympian power runner, okay. uh, power, power walker, uh, and she explains that that basically means nothing because most, <laughs> okay. most Olympians are dirt poor and, you know, no one cares. Sure, that's true, actually. 
yeah so um her and her husband uh her husband played by joe mckell is uh he is a um he works for the irs and it's clear that they they no longer have the spark um you find out basically that um they were trying to have a kid and through they couldn't so they tried ivf a number of times and it's now basically left them sort of completely out of pocket they have no money so she basically survives and gets joy um on by, by using coupons okay so she has a room which was the was, was gonna be the baby's room but it's just full, it's just full of, of coupons no, it's it's full of the stuff she's bought with the coupons. Oh, I see. I, I thought you were so, going to say she's got like a room just full <laughs> of coupons for any well, given she, situation. She, she she kind of has uh, you know all these coupons in in that room as well, but it's 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 mostly full of things like you know bulk bought um, softener. She, and, she'd be great and, during the pandemic, is what you're telling exactly. Me. Yeah. Yes, and there is even toilet roll stuff. Yeah. You know, anyway, so she's got a friend uh, called Jojo. Uh, who lives next door and she is a sort of uh, she's another one that does likes the the, the sort of um these bargains and things and, and these, these coupons and she has this uh sort of this youtube sort of um show where she tells people how to how they can save on these with these coupons and things it's not terribly successful and she lives she's she lives with her mother uh who despairs at her and at some point um somebody stole her identity and completely ruined her credit rating so she had to move back in with her mother and she's dirt poor as well right so um one day connie uh she's bought these um like wheaties or something serious like loads of these wheaties and she is it's quite it's funny when you she goes to the, the sort of supermarket and um you can see that the the the, the checkout guy like fucking hates her because she comes in she's like She's got this trolley full of stuff and it's like a hundred and like sixty dollars or something. And she's like, no, it isn't. And she gives him these, t- these, these, <laughs> these vouchers and he, he's just there going over and you, you see the, the money going down and down and down and it ends up being $16. Right. And she, she sort of turns around to, uh, to, the, the, to the guy behind her and says, I'm very sorry. And he says, no, that was impressive. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, even like as annoying as it is when someone's in front yeah. of you doing that, it's like, actually, that was pretty impressive that yeah, you, you knocked it down you that much. Like, like 150 quid sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the, 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 the cashier guy, the, the kitty hates her, but it, it, which is quite funny. So she goes home. She sort of has a bit of a. She 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 she's reminded of the child that she lost. Right. And she she opens this pack of wheaties and they're off. So she writes this letter to the company saying you know these wheaties were off and it was really 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 bad and she was really upset about it and the company sent her a voucher for wheaties completely free no uh, money at all. Okay, I see where this is going. So she and her friend, they, she basically realises that the, these vouchers are printed in a company in Mexico. Right. So she realises that if she can get hold of a load of these vouchers, she can sell them to people. Sure. So they, they go to Mexico they again which is i thought it was quite funny when they 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 find these two these two people that they think that that they can sort of coerce into stealing 
coupons for them. And it's actually quite funny when they, they sort of they're, they're following them home sort of thing. And of course, they're in Mexico. So when people get followed in Mexico, they immediately think the worst. And <laughs> sort of really funny sort of um, scene ensues with, the, with this guy come, pulling a gun on on them and the sort of the, his wife running away sort of thing. And it's like, no, we're, we're not here to kidnap you and do horrible things. We, we want to offer you like a, a job sort of thing. So basically, they, they they persuade these two people to help them and they they then start this business. And they they're not quite completely sure how how to do go about certain things. Yeah. And Chris, so Kristen Bell's character persuades them to look for the girl who stole her friend's identity. So she turns out to be this sort of now she 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 regrets ruining her sort of you know life. She didn't you know she, she she didn't mean to do that. She just was stealing basically. Yeah. She didn't mean to, so, but she she agrees to help them. She's like this wazzy computer ha- hacker, you know, as only a computer hacker can be in these movies. Um, and yes. she she agrees she agrees to help them. She basically says, you know, do this, 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 this. And they say, could you say that all again, but like slower? Yeah. Or you know, could we write it all down? And she's like, no, fuck off. You, I've told you what to do. No, fuck off. <laughs> Go do, do it. it. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. We'll wing it. So then you're you're then introduced to Ken, played by Paul Walter Hoser, who is a so he's a coupon inspector for the company for this. <laughs> Uh, like this this company and he is he is uh, like comically awful right um if if you've seen him in um oh what was it called the the tan the i I, tanya if you've seen him in i that's a good movie he's he's kind of like that character but probably more more annoying okay uh he he's like that and he basically um goes to different branches of these of, of these thick supermarkets and he, he looks into um, coupon fraud, which apparently is a massive thing. Who knew? Um, yeah, yeah, I had no idea, but yeah, that makes yeah, sense. So they realise that, that he gets this call saying that there seemed to be a lo- an increase in the coupon usage. Sure. And all these things are going and he, he's sort of thinking, well, these, you know, there's something wrong going on. So he goes to the FBI. And the FBI basically fob him off you know like, sure. yeah right you're fine yeah we'll we'll definitely get right we will onto absolutely that. put this yeah. on a list and get so to they, it someday they sort of give it to the lowest fbi agent they can possibly find to sort of bury it but he actually finds something and he tells this ken character that yeah there's something in it and he's like oh you know you you told me that we're going to be like feet on the ground and stuff and he's like yeah that's not gonna ha- happen <laughs> yeah but he ends up um, getting. They end up going to this guy who's a postal inspector, and it's oh, why can't I fucking remember his name? He's, he doesn't even seem to be in the fucking cast list, which is really annoying. It's the it's really tall guy. Um, <laughs> really tall guy. Um, Steve Merchant. Um, no, American. Older. Uh... He was in. Um, oh, oh, this is so annoying. Anyway, the it's Vaughn. Go- oh, well done. Okay, yeah. Fucking hell, he's he very is tall. You're right. Really low on the list. Um, sorry. That no, no, really that's okay. Off. He is very tall uh, as so well. So Vince, Vince Vaughn is a he's a postal inspector. Basically, he goes 
he's he's like he's sort of like you know the postal service is very yeah. important we're better than the fbi sort of thing he's he's that sort of character sure and that basically they real they both realize that you know he that, that something's going on here they realize that they can sort of trace this through the postal service because of the you know they're, they're giving these coupons out you using the mail and things and there is some ridiculous humor between those stuff which you know sometimes it verges on crass and annoying um but uh i will say for the most part i did find this genuinely funny uh, it was, there was there's enough in that i find i think you, you know mileage is is going to vary a great deal um it is a true story but it has been massively altered to make it funny sure um the real you know the the, the characters are nothing like the real people um certain characters did not exist um you know things didn't quite work out the way that they do in the in the film but having said that i really enjoyed it it was uh, it 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 made me laugh which is you know it's fucking good key, in a comedy, key comedy. for a comedy yep um, i do find kirsten bell um adorable so which always kind of helps mm-hmm. <clears throat> i'm a big fan of um you know jessica Mar- uh, not jessica mars uh, veronica mars yeah and i really liked the good place which which also Kirby uh, Hal Baptiste, the one, uh, the woman who plays Jojo, was also she was in that as well, and, uh, and she was also actually in um, the last season of Veronica Mars. So they, they clearly know each other. Yeah. Um, I really enjoyed it. It's it's on it. You know, it's bloody silly, and some of the stuff is you know you think oh god this you know that really couldn't have happened that way surely, but. And it probably didn't, but I did like it. I think it was it was it was one of the funnier um, comedies I've seen in recent times. It 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 worked for me. It's you know, it's not high art or anything, um, but I did like it. Kristen Bell's great. Uh, Kirby Hal Baptiste is really charming. She's actually going to be playing Death in the um, the Sandman series that's coming to netflix oh really okay which is which um is interesting I'll, we'll see how that goes i mean she's a she's actually a quite pretty good actress we've seen her yeah about, yeah uh, I, i'm i'm curious uh i'm curious about uh sandman i i've always felt it's kind of unadaptable but um i mean it's probably my favorite comic so it's so you're probably gonna hate it <laughs> yeah I, I mean i i like the trailer that they've shown so far i, I don't think i didn't back. even know there was a trailer yeah there's a there's a trailer it's got so um, you, were, showing... you were saying this about moon knight i didn't know there was a trailer oh, yes. for sandman yeah. so yeah 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 it's it's been out for a while it's it's it basically shows the uh the capture of the from the beginning of the graphic novel with uh with burgess oh, and the, and oh the, i will check that out getting getting you know capturing the sandman um yeah i mean i, I the cast list for that is really great. So oh, it's I'm fantastic cast. Yeah, yeah. Really willing to give it a go. Absolutely. I'm, you know, so I'm, I'm hopeful for it. Hopefully it won't degenerate into what American Gods became, but we'll see. Oh, I didn't, yeah, I didn't get on with American Gods, if I'm honest. It got worse and worse and worse. And I was... The, the annoying thing is we were struggling with it. We kept going with it. Yeah. And then they cancelled it, and it's like, oh, I should have just fucking. Finished you should have just given up. Yeah, you were struggling yeah, for I no reason. Just finished two seasons ago. 
because they were just stretching it out. I mean, yeah. it's a pretty big book, but to be fair, they they stretched it beyond it, and they changed so much towards you know come the that last season was so oh just man. awful. Wow, yeah, right. fucking terrible. But you know, hopefully that won't happen with this. But oh, hopefully anyway. not. I mean, you know, like you said, cast alone is impressive. Yeah, so. Uh, although the cast um, was great for well, that the cast too, of American Gods was great as well. Yeah, so, so it's hard to, yeah, yeah. Um, I hear um, Good Omens has got a new series, which I'm kind of, I'm kind of happy about. I quite enjoyed uh, Good Omens. See what to do with that because there is only one. Yes, so but they're they're, the they're, they're so, doing another one. So, I mean, he, Gaiman did say apparently that um, him and Pratchett, he and Pratchett did talk about. A sequel, so yeah, maybe they did have plans. I don't. I, I, I guess I maybe know. they'll they'll adapt the ideas. But um, I, I really enjoyed have... the first uh, the first season of that. So I must admit, I didn't finish it. Oh, did you not? No, I I I did. Uh, I didn't until lockdown happened and I couldn't see my fiance for <laughs> six yeah. months. So I, I I watched a lot during that time because I had nothing better to do with my life. So uh... I I think whenever whenever the the uh, whenever uh, Crowley and um, Azrafel were on screen, it was great. Those two were amazing. And they've got natural chemistry together. Um, when when it was with a lot of the other stuff, like the the witch hunters and stuff, it was like oh sure. This is I I. I don't know what, I mean, the Shadwell character, I mean, I like, um, I can't remember what his name is, the guy who, who played uh, Shadwell, I thought, I like him as an actor, but he was so badly miscast as Shadwell. Yeah. Terrible. And the, oh, I don't know, yeah, there was there was a lot wrong with it, and it I didn't do a lot for me. Mm. So, I, yeah, I kind of, I'm, I'm sure I'll watch it eventually, but I kind of gave up on it. Yeah. Well, uh, um, oh, I... Going back to Queen, Queen Pings, I will say, um, if you want something funny, give it a go. It's you know, it's it's it. You, it depends on your your humor. It, it is at times quite crass humor. Sure. Um, but it's it's a light. It's light comedy fare. It's it's you know. Yeah, it's fun. Two, two people committing fraud. <laughs> and but you know, in this not, technically not committing fraud. In this but, day yeah. and age, it's nice to have a bit of comedy, and it, yeah. it's going to actually that actually flows into into what i'm going to say about the series i watched um but did you want to do the last movie because you you've got another movie to go and i we could sure. do movies and then we'll move into tv because you've also got tv sure. to talk about uh so i saw injustice yes and i am excited to hear about this because uh i hear i heard some reasonably good things when this came out so i'm, I'm curious um so injustice obviously is the dc you know yeah it's it's so a man gone it's, bad story it's, it's, Based on the yeah on the game yeah on the games because there's more than one now um, and it's basically takes in the games it takes the premise that, that Superman um, well Joker I mean, Joker kills so Lois effectively is Joker that what so yeah basically the Joker um, goes to Gotham and he tricks well he uses sort of he uses sort of a kryptonite gas yeah which he's mixed with his laughing gas um, to trick um, the Superman into believing that Lois is Doomsday. Yeah. So the very pregnant Lois mm -hmm. is murdered by Superman, uh, and Superman, when he comes to his senses, realizes what he's done, kills the Joker. Yeah. And then from there on, 
Superman basically becomes a dictator. Yeah, he and... creates like a dystopian future, right? From yeah, what I remember. So this uh, version, uh, you get that, you get the the um, Superman and the the bat, the, 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 yeah. the whole um, Lois trick, the, the death, and and you you get all that, um, and then it goes to them um, basically trying to stop uh, Superman becoming, um, you know. A, a, evil basically turning evil and and, and being sure. and being horrible uh so it's uh justin hartley plays uh, is the voice of superman who um previously was um he actually played aquaman in um smallville uh, no, oh. not aquaman. he played he played oliver queen in smallville oh uh, yes yeah okay and because uh, aquaman was also in smallville they, they had everyone yes. in smallville at some point yeah they did yeah no he played sorry he, he played yeah he played um Green Arrow in uh, in, yeah. in some more. Um, he's been in sort of This Is Us and stuff like that. He's he's quite a good. He's he's not a bad actor. Um, I didn't like his Superman. It felt a little light to me. It just wasn't quite right. Yeah. Um, Anson Mount is Batman. That's um, interesting casting. And again, it was it was. All right. I am. Yeah. See, I imagine he'd pull that off pretty well, actually. But yeah, yeah. it's it's not bad. It's it's okay. Most of the voices are all right. Um, the um, the Joker is uh, played by um, Kevin Pollock, which I thought was a very interesting choice. Um, and for the most part, he kind of does it similar to um, Hamill. So okay. it's it's. Not quite Hamill, but it's it's it feels very like Hamill. A lot of them seem to emulate that, which is kind of understandable, I guess. I mean, it's kind of the best. I think the best. Oh, in my opinion, absolutely. I mean, as we've said many times, our, the best the best Batman and the best Joker are Conroy and Hamill. Yeah, the yeah the yeah. animated series. Um, so this this version doesn't really get to the dystopian future stuff. Yeah, so um, the the game, from what I remember, was like I I think it involved Flash. It was like a kind of Flashpointy kind of thing, if I remember rightly. I could yeah, be you, totally wrong, got, but it's sort of um, it's been a while since I played it. Um, but if I remember rightly, it's 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 um, the heroes like, don't they from, arrive like, like, like heroes from our universe arrive in that universe yes. and everything's like dystopian exactly. when they get there, right? Yeah. And they've done this, um, which I thought was actually quite a, an interesting way of, of doing it. They've got this, um, I think it's like a drug or something that um, the the normal, he- the, the human heroes take. Yeah. So that they're on a level with, you know, because let's face it. They, they, you can build armor and stuff as well, can't you? Yeah. And things, yeah. Superman punches Green Arrow. He's not he's getting just, up. That's the end of that. Yeah. So... <laughs> Or do they, 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 they work their way around that for the for yeah the, sure for and um the comics apparently are really really good from from what i've heard sure um so the animation isn't great it's very basic for it for, looks very basic yeah they've not done that it's not their best work um annoyingly um there's a very weird subplot with um nightwing um oh, should i spoil it 
there's a there's a okay i'm gonna i'm gonna slightly spoil this do whatever you sub, feel is best there's a subplot between the um night nightwing and the damian wayne robin okay where um basically damian wayne being the little shit he is is of course um he's you know he obviously it's like i want to do things my way sort of thing and nightwing's training him and like you know uh, he's, he 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 throws that he does an underhanded thing, but Nightwing always stops it, sort of thing. He, but sure. during during one of the fights, um, not uh, the, oh, hell. Damien does it again, but this time Nightwing doesn't see it coming, and Damien kills him. Right. So Nightwing dies. And then he is brought for brought to this. Um, I don't particularly know which deity it's supposed to be. It's very Indian. It's like Shiva or something. Okay. This deity, this deity makes um, night uh, makes uh, Dick um, the dead man. Okay. Um, now I don't know whether that's in the comics or whether that's in the game. I certainly don't remember it from the game. No. But it, there's a it's a very weird sort of he's sort of imbued with the dead man with dead man's powers, right? Uh, and even his suit looks very dead man, and he does he he sort of in um he takes over people and stuff, and and very odd. And the way they sort of because it obviously it starts getting to you know Superman starts taking out uh, governments, you know, sure. dictator. He starts doing all that, but it never quite gets as far as him fully taking over the whole world sort of thing. Um, yeah, people die, which is, you know... As you would Joker expect, yeah. Yeah, the Joker definitely gets it. There's a sort of, you know, Harley's brought in, but she's sort of... They, it seems like they don't really know what to do with her. Um, uh, um, the, the way they end it is clearly not what they did in the in the comics, I don't think. Um, and I was a bit sort of, oh, okay, that's, I mean, it, it's fine, yeah, but it's it feels anticlimactic, really, the way they sort of handle it. Well, um, when you promise something in its injustice, uh, yeah. having played the game, or at least I've not played the second, but I played the first, and I, I, I expect that dystopian future. Yes, yeah. that's what I'm expecting. Yeah, I'm not. I, I, I'm pretty sure I completed the the, the, the first one, so I, I do remember you. Do end I, up you end up triumphing Superman. over Superman, and he's locked yeah, away. From he, what I remember, he's, he's locked away. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I I think I've only sort of played a bit, just a couple of matches, sort of thing on on two. So I haven't got very far on two at all. Um, but yeah, because you, I don't know whether maybe they should have sort of started it and then come back, like you know started it as it is and then sort of cut out the middleman sort of thing and just had the dystopian stuff and then brought the other heroes in like that is in the in the in the game in there but yeah they didn't do that they 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 do something in, in, in completely different i think they were trying to make it more um slightly more grounded and you're they're trying to show you superman's fall so you get more scenes of sort of so Superman it's a, I guess it's almost a prequel to Injustice more than Injustice. 
Yeah, kind of, but it doesn't actually get to the injustice part. You know what I mean? It doesn't yeah, get to yeah. the full-on dystopian stuff. Um, you, you get some nice scenes between Superman and Wonder Woman where, you know, because Wonder Woman, she's got sometimes dubious morals sure. in the way she, you know, wants to fix things because she sees, you know, she's a, she's one of those strong, um, you know, forceful people that, you know, there's a right way and there's a wrong way and you know evil is there so you know we probably should be doing it this way yeah so there was you know that and obviously batman is you you know he's the voice of of reason as usual sort of thing yeah and you know there's there are, there's um again there's some nice sort of scenes in it but i think overall it, it wasn't great it, i was yeah. very disappointed that's a shame it's, yeah, the, I mean, you know, the animation's it's not the worst I've seen DC do, but it's no, not great. No, even from the still, though, I can see it's kind of like, eh, yeah. yeah. The, the performances are, are a little hit and miss. I think Anson Mount was, was okay as Batman. He was he was all right, not the worst. Yeah. Um, but, but I didn't think Justin Hartley did a great job. And most of the other voices are fine, but not great. The Joker was great. I thought it was great. A plastic Man actually was quite funny. Um, Oliver Hudson, um, right? As as Plastic Man was 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 quite. Nice. I just was just quite happy to see Plastic Man. It's not <laughs> yeah, I was going to say I'd be quite plastic happy to see him. Man. He's actually quite a great, quite a good character. I've always quite liked Plastic Man. <laughs> so I thought he was he, he was actually one of the one of the highlights of the movie. But other than that, I think um, I think you could probably miss this one. Yeah, well, that's uh, that's a shame. Um... I, I'd heard reasonably good things about it, but um, yeah, I, I I must admit I'm not kind of terribly won over by the art style that I can see here. No. Um, but yeah, oh well. So uh, yeah, maybe not so much injustice. Um, God, there was a time when DC animated were like top of their game. They were the, they were basically the only one doing great good superheroes. Uh, I still one. think like Red Hood is is one of the best. Yeah, like. Yeah. DC films ever made, animated or otherwise, it's yeah. amazing. Um, and I do like that the 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 um, uh, Dark Knight Returns. I think their really... their adaption of Dark Knight Returns is really good. That's a really yeah. strong one. I also remember there was a Wonder Woman one that was really good as well. Um, I know the one out, you mean. Like... Came out just before the Wonder Woman movie. Yeah, I know um, the one you mean. Yeah, that's a that's that's a good one as well. Yeah, but the, yeah, there is some. There's some really good DC stuff. I mean, there really yeah. is. Yeah, there there really is. Um, but you know, I think in recent recently they've they've sort of been tailing off a little. I actually haven't got around to seeing. Um, uh, is it the Long Halloween? Uh, yes, I I reviewed Long you've Halloween seen, not so long ago. You've yeah. seen it. You reviewed it not so long ago. I haven't got around to watching that yet. So yeah, I remember that I, being okay. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's that that one from what I've heard. And from what you said, sounds like it was, it's worth a, a watch. Yes, it's, it's pretty I, good. Yeah, I think Injustice Cube probably skip. Yeah. Okay, well, maybe it, if it's free at some point, I'll give it a watch. Red Sun wasn't that great either when I reviewed that. So yeah, That's a huge missed opportunity because I love Red Sun. Red Sun's yeah, Red fantastic. Right. Um, so that's a real shame. But uh, yeah, well, let's move on to some TV because uh, I didn't watch more than one movie this week or not. That I want to review anyway. I've watched plenty of old movies all the time. Um <laughs> but I did watch some TV and uh, I did finish Lost in Space season 3 which oh, uh, wow. 
came out on that. Wednesday and I blitzed I it. To say that only came out Wednesday. <laughs> I, I think I finished work at three and I, I watched the whole thing. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I've been a big uh, big fan of Lost in Space since it uh, it returned, this this so, reboot. It, it's get, it gets a lot of shit, but it I actually does. really enjoyed it. I understand. I, I understand yeah. people giving it shit, right? Because science fiction and, and, and when it comes to Lost in Space fucking emphasis on the fiction because the science is nonsense right? for a lot <laughs> yeah. of the show and i think that's I mean, a lot of what people hate about it like and and you know cards on the table this yeah. half the stuff that happens in this this series you're like fucking really like come yeah, on i mean the, the the cliffhanger for season one oh with, yeah with them on that thing was like in space oh god that was awful oh, that was like oh, a real i was that if, really was bad if i hadn't loved the season up to that point so much i yeah. would have stopped there because that was, was jumping the shark so bad was, i was like yeah, fuck you, you. <laughs> um because i was like oh they're dead okay they're dead yeah, that's, that's no exactly no no <laughs> like, oh, God. yeah yeah you could see bruce clearly sailing over them oh <laughs> dear um but uh, that yeah, aside I, I know, right. did, you know I, I i must admit uh, like you i was like oh maybe i Maybe I should just give up on this because that was so but bad. The, the start of the show had built up so much goodwill by that yes. point that I was like, "Oh, I can't quit now. I'll, I'll continue." And then it did pick up, and it was fine. But that that was that was probably the most egregious of all three seasons in terms of like stupid things that people survive somehow. Um, yeah. Although there are moments in season three, um, it did that 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 does continue. Um, mm. But that aside, um, so. Yeah, it picks up one year later um, from from the events of uh, season two, the end of season two. The parents are separated from the kids, um, and I'm not sure if it was a decision they made or whether it's just because obviously the actor playing Will Robinson is getting older. The kids are getting older. <laughs> yeah, you know it helps if you have a time jump and you're like, okay, you know, one year later. But uh, I, I would applaud the show for for saying it one year later. Uh, you know, the kids have been separated from their parents for a year. They've had to learn to fend for themselves, albeit with the help of Robot uh, and with uh, Dr. Smith, who uh, who stows away. Um, but, you know, they, they've had to learn to fend for themselves and they've had to learn to lead. Uh, they're, they're leading people now and they're, they're, they're you know, uh, they've got relationships that have developed during that time and, and all that kind of stuff. Um, so that was really interesting. Um so it's really interesting seeing the kids, you know, having to fend for themselves, having to, you know, finally step up. Um, and, and meanwhile, the parents are where we left them. They're trying to survive and avoid the robots. Um, and obviously we ended season two on the cliffhanger of, uh, of one of the evil robots knowing yeah. Will Robinson's name. And, and they're after Will Robinson for reasons unknown. <clears throat> um, and effectively, this season is the kind of scramble as as both parties try to head for Alpha Centauri. Yeah. Um, I don't want to go into spoilers because this literally came out two days ago as I'm recording this. Yeah, yeah don't go into spoilers because I haven't seen it yet. So I, I'm not going to I'm not going to spoil it. Uh, other than yeah. to say, I I think it was a triumphant end to the series. I I think it works really well. There are some lovely character arcs. Yeah, uh, the definite end then has a definite end and, a, and an end that i yeah. really felt fit the series perfectly um it brings a lot of a lot of the character arcs come to to a to a satisfying end uh i think it brings a satisfying end to the story of the robot race and to the robot uh i really enjoyed okay. that ending um and i think 
this series more than the previous series particularly season two i remember this being the worst in season two uh this actually does flashbacks and backstories a lot better like it feels like the backstories are needed Mm. there's like one episode in particular in the season that does backstory but it feels very necessary and it furthers the narrative whereas in season two and season one i felt sometimes they did backstory as kind of filler and it wasn't really helping much mm-hmm. yeah. um in this series it was like no that needed to be there and it, it furthered the narrative and it really helped um so overall i loved it i, I think you're either going to get it, past the it's more eaten less annoying yeah i i'd say so <laughs> i mean uh yeah for the most part i mean you you've got more of the same here uh obviously pretty much every kid in the show is a mary sue like <laughs> i mean i mean there are scenes where you're like will robinson what the fuck like how did you come up with that but fine you know kind of always was but but that's my point right so that is exactly my point people that complain about that about this show because i've seen that thrown around that each character is a mary sue you know will will's a mary sue all of the uh all of his sisters are mary sues and 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 you're right but that's what lost in space was yeah that's always what Lost in Space I mean, was. So, was. So so for me, I can overlook a lot of this stuff because I'm a fan of Lost Robinson in Space. was the archetypal, Mary you know, Sue. clever kid. Yes, he? He, he was I mean, the kid that all, solved everything. All other clever kids sort of that came after Will Robinson kind of... In the mould of Will Robinson, absolutely. Yeah. And, and, and that's what we've got here, unashamedly so. And, and I really don't mind it because as a fan of Lost in Space, that's what I expect. And as a fan of Lost in Space, I, I do feel as different as this story is. Uh, although season three, actually, you get some like real nice callbacks to to that opening season of of Lost in Space, but um, yeah. I again don't want to spoil anything. But I mean, I was so I was so happy when um, when Billy Bubby turned up in it. Oh, that was when, great as as the original so Doctor Smith, right? As He's, the original Doctor oh, Smith, that was such a lovely touch. It was yeah. lovely, and I think most people missed that, but that was a lovely touch. Um, it was brilliant. So, uh, you know. I, I do feel like this captures the spirit of Lost in Space uh, and, and the family coming together in the overwhelming odds. And and yeah. I, I will say, you know, because I don't want to go into spoilers and we'll probably talk about it a bit more spoilery once you've seen it. Uh, yeah. It'll probably be a couple of weeks time. Well, it will be a couple of weeks time because we'll be doing a movie next week. Um, you yeah. know, so we can probably talk about it properly then. But I will say, for me, uh, as a fan of Lost in Space, I was a fan of this series. I understand the science is firmly in the nonsense category a lot of the time and the solutions they use to solve problems are kind of ridiculous but i accept that as a trope of the original series i accept it here and more importantly and this is an issue with modern sci-fi it's it's an issue that has maybe not got worse but during the pandemic i've come to disdain more and more it is so nice to watch a positive science fiction show where people come together they're not divided they're united (laughs) and we have obviously bad things happen in the show right obviously we have the robots they're evil they're killing people they're they're trying to kill the human race but the human race are banding together the families are banding together in the face of overwhelming odds and they're finding a solution to the problem and you know during especially during these depressing times of the pandemic and everything going on it is so nice and refreshing when star trek 
Star Wars, even Doctor Who, are trying to like dystopian and depressing, miserable futures that we get from all of these science fiction shows. It's so nice to see things like the Orville or like Lost in Space. It's like, oh, a positive future. Happy, happy future. Things can work out. Humanity, yes, humanity finds threats. That was the, Star Trek classically was always well, I mean, this it's most, it's, star trek is the most egregious of of the difference i mean oh yeah absolutely the, sorry what i was have been ruined but but star trek is the one that that completely has gone dystopian it has uh but what, it's what, the one that never should no absolutely because that, that was what i was going to say is is that the Star Trek at its core was always yes we we encounter peril obviously yeah. we want a show but mm-hmm. the human race has evolved the human race has has found its place and it and it's a, a force for good in the universe and yeah. we encounter they other races help. that haven't come as far as we have and we try and help them or you know we we face overwhelming odds but but the humans are positive and that's what's lost it's lost in star trek it's even lost in star wars now they're all just fighting each other and everyone's miserable as fuck you know like this is a show where i'm like yes they're facing overwhelming odds but do you know what they're uniting as a family they're they're yep. uniting as a, as a race against overwhelming odds and the future is positive as far as humanity is concerned they face threats but the threat isn't humanity itself and it's not some miserable dystopian future where everything's fucked because I'm so bored of seeing that now, <laughs> you know? And maybe pre-pandemic, I was more open to it. But post-pandemic, I'm like, I just want fucking positive, please, every now and again. I can get behind a dystopian future as much hope. as anyone. Yeah, give us some hope. Give us some hope. And this show gives me that. And I, and I must admit, for that for that reason, more than anything, I'm, I'm willing to overlook the, the, the misgivings of the science fiction um and just just to sit back and enjoy something positive and hey there's some there's you know there's representation in this show um there's strong female characters there's diverse cast of characters all coming together and it's all nice and positive and uh i i don't want to i can't say much more without spoiling it so i'm i'm skirting around the the plot but suffice to say i think it gives a lovely i I was actually to the point where I wasn't sure whether I was going to go out of my way. I was definitely going to watch it anyway. Sure. I didn't know whether I was going to go out of my way to watch it. I was okay. like, I'll, I'll catch up with it. You maybe. might completely disagree. It'd be interesting but to I, see what you think. If, if, you know, from from your um, from your from your uh, report, I will well, probably. Um, I'll get it, my ass yeah, in. I. I... I'd be interested to see your thoughts because you may completely disagree with me. Um, I, I think I'm just in a place where I'm 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 desperate for some positive future mm. and, and yeah. you know it kind of gave yeah. me that and there's those triumphant moments and and you know like i said unity coming together and and you know it's good I, I and i thought it had a really nice ending too i don't want to spoil it so i can't say anything no. really i can't say much without giving away most yeah. although i will say uh you know the the robots are quite well fleshed out now in the story and we we, we get to see because- something there of their some, origin we get to see where they come from nice stuff in the second season where they where they were discovering like those towers and things yeah and they were sort of figuring out what you know the, the, what about these store these like storms and things and what they did yeah I, that was all really interesting i was i was i was definitely enjoying a, a lot of that and it was it like you said it was from the from the initial sort of you know the deadbeat dad stuff and the Maureen being 
very annoying. They <laughs> did start sorting that out, and they, they did, did start getting better. You know, and and again, together. it feels kind of justified, and um, yeah, you know, it, it works as a story. It works really well. And I, I love Toby Stevens. I mean, oh, me too. Yeah, I, I, I like this whole cast. The villain in the ne- in the next season of Alex Rider. I've not watched season one of Alex Rider, although I, I saw a trailer oh, for it the other day. No. And I thought it looked pretty it's good. Fun. I saw. I it's think actually, it was a trailer for season two, I guess, but it, it yeah. looked really good. I was like, oh, this looks I, cool. It's, it's some, you know, it's a bit twee sometimes. Sure. Um, but I really enjoy it. I think I'm, I'm sure I did. I not review. I'm not sure. You, I, I think you might have done it. Do you know? It gets to a point where we've reviewed so much stuff. I can't remember. Sometimes I forget <laughs> what I've reviewed. But yeah, yeah. I, I, I he's he. So yeah, Toby Stevens is the, he's the bad guy in season two. So I'll, you know, yeah. it, it, although it, I am getting um, horrible flashbacks to die another day, which is which is never good. Oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but. You know, I think she she is actually a really great actress. Fantastic. I think I think sometimes she had some horrible things to do in this series. Sure. Um, which made her almost unlikable. But yeah, yeah. No, I think all the kids are great. The kids are and, fantastic. Um, Parker Posey is Doctor Smith. Actually, oh, she's great. Do you know, at, at first I was like, I'm really like, not sure. Like this, but, uh, I love know. her now. She's so good. Yeah. Um And and yeah, by the end of season three, I, I felt like they'd given her a great story arc um and i really like her is is dr smith i like you in, in the first the first part of the first season i was like oh no no i'm not sure but yeah. seeing the whole arc now i i am i am very happy and i think she did a great job um mm-hmm. and she's got a great character arc they all they all do yeah. i i think it you know like i said if you can i know it's 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 very you know contrived i guess and 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 it's a get out of jail free card to say you know just leave your brain at it the, the door and kind of just yeah. enjoy it but you know if you can put aside the the, the the more kind of silliness you know when it comes to this kind of stuff yeah. uh you know when it comes to the science fiction and the like you know the reality is they all would have fucking died many times over by now Absolutely. um so you know definitely. putting that aside and i feel like if you've got to season three you've probably accepted that that's the case um then yeah watch it and enjoy it for what it is i I had a blast so uh yeah like i said it's just nice to have some positive sci-fi it's nice my wife really loves the film she she's not really a fan of the original series but she loves the the movie i i I will have to hardcore disagree with her there but i'm glad she enjoyed (laughs) it there is stuff i really oh no there are elements for sure there are elements i like yes there's some fun stuff i really quite liked um uh lacey chabot's um judy yeah i hated matt leblanc in that movie no penny sorry not not judy penny mm. uh, lacey chabot's penny i thought was was good and i gary oldman is great oh gary oldman's great in everything that's, Even that's when, you know. he, he, when he does the pain uh thing <laughs> the, the pain line which is hilarious the way he uses it there is some really nice stuff in that movie but it is very bad and very silly you're right though it's not terrible it's not all bad no there are some nice things in it i i feel like if you watch it with the lens of of the original show it helps it, it you know when you, you're you're like i can see why gary oldman was chewing the scenery so much in that movie because if you yeah. if you know he's obviously a presumably old enough to be a fan of lost in space and mm-hmm. and he's watched lost in space and he's like yeah okay i'll be a villain in lost in space yeah and and that's what i'm gonna do i'm gonna do that in, I mean, in the same way that when you watch batman and robin through the lens of someone that wanted to make the tv series 
66 yeah. you're like yeah, yeah it makes sense i can see it now yeah. you know uh so yeah but yeah so thoroughly enjoyed well, it that's good I, I, in that, you know, I'm glad you've said that because I, I, yeah, I will definitely go out of my way now to watch. Well, I hope uh, you like it and don't hate it because that then I would have wasted a lot of your time. <laughs> it's only like eight episodes, so it's not long. It's the way you, it's the way you. If it's the way you feel, then that. Oh well, no, you know, it is the way I feel. I always worry about recommending stuff to people, though. You know, it's like, oh god. Well, I think you can, you can only recommend what you like, really, and, and if, if they don't like it, then that's yeah. You know. This is right now. This this kind of this kind of thing is my jam. Positive sci-fi. It's nice. Things are good. Yeah. <laughs> Things are going to be good in the future. Not the horrible mess we're in every day right now. <laughs> it's good. I like it. Anyway, you've watched some TV too. So uh, why don't you I tell me all about Lock it. and Key? I have seen the second season of Lock and Key. Yeah. So, um, Lock and Key based on uh, the, the the comic book. Um, based it's uh, about a bunch of kids uh, who um i mean i did review um you reviewed season one yeah season one so but i'll you know just as a quick recap it's basically the tale of three three children and their mother uh whose father was murdered um and they end up moving into his their father's ancestral home um which has which they've never been told about Really, they, I mean, they knew it existed, but they'd never really been there very much. And they didn't know anything about the sort of history of this this thing. And it's there are these hidden keys about this house that do certain things. So there's a key that um, transforms what you look like. There's a key that opens a door to any other door in the, in the world, as long as you know where that door is. And uh, there is a the, the small... Uh, the smallest son, Bodie, he sort of bef- befriends um, the uh, sort of something in the in the we- the well that is on the property. Yeah, um, which is which is like his. E- it says it's his echo at first, and it turns out that this this creature, this sort of creature, is um, well, obviously the bad guy. Um, turn uh, they they call Dodge. Uh, she they. Basically, the, the, that Dodge escapes, and they have, they sort of have to fight Dodge to sort of you know Dodge wants all the keys, and you know the, the kids have to come together and, and fight off you know while they're dealing with the tragi- tragedy of their um you know their their pet their father and their mother's you know fracturing sanity sort of thing. Um, I really like the first season. It is uh, nowhere near as brutal and uh, nasty as the the comic i really sure. like the comic uh, i have not finished the comic so I, I, I do need to actually read more of the comic so i really did like it um but for the most part i actually really enjoyed what they did did um with the, the first season i thought it was a really good first season uh, i liked um uh lesla de olivara i'm sorry i butchered your name who played <laughs> dodge i thought she was a really menacing presence butchering names is what we do on this show to be honest it really is yes yeah. We're not very yes. good at that. No, curse our poor English tongues. Yes. Um, <laughs> so this season pretty much t- uh, picks up where the, the last season left off. Um, they they overcame Dodge, or they think they think they got rid of Dodge. Um, they there's a door beneath in in this in the cliffs uh, beneath the, the house um, that. 
basically is a doorway to like a demon dimension. And um, at the end of the first season, um, they hadn't, they, they they didn't get rid of Dodge. Uh, they actually threw in um, one of the characters' mother, who was uh, who Dodge made look like her, and then knocked her out so that they would think that it was Dodge. Right. So they think they got rid of Dodge, but they haven't. Dodge is now in the uh, in the guise of um, oh, I forget the name of the character now. Gabe. So Gabe, he, he he's now Gabe, and um, the 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 sister uh, Kinsey is now dating Gabe, and they're you know they're doing this they're, they're making this movie and they've made this movie and they've got this sort of thing and uh, Gabe has got a demon this demon which has taken over uh, this Adina girl, uh, so they're making their plans, um, and it's kind of more the same sort of stuff. It's you know. Dodge trying to get more of these keys and, and fuck over the kids. Um, you're not quite sure what Dodge's plan is, whether it's world domination or just, you know... Nothing good. Nothing good, yeah. <laughs> um, what, what I will say is um, there is a lot more melodrama this season. It, it feels... A, I mean, the first season was a very sort of... Um, say Dawson's Creek, I suppose. Right. It's... This is kind of more of the same. There's a lot of very sort of, you know, teen angsty stuff, which will wear on people. Um, there are there were parts where it certainly wore on me. Um, I think there's there's one slight problem. I think that the um, uh, dodge in the Gabe. So. Um, mostly for this season, almost the entire season. Dodge's Gabe, uh, so she's this boy, um, and the actor, I, I, it's not, it's not the, I don't think the actor's a, he's not a bad actor, but he's not as menacing as sure the the woman who plays Dodge mm-hmm. when she, she's in the, the female form, and you sadly in this season, she's not, she's barely in it, which I which was I think oh, slightly to detriment. Because I think Gabe just isn't menacing enough. He's he tries his best, bless him. Yeah. Um, but I think sometimes it it's slightly comical when he's trying to be mean and moody because and failing it miserably. <laughs> kind of just comes across as a as a pouty teenager. Sure. So it, it doesn't quite work as well as I think it did in the uh, with, with, with the with the with the woman. Um, but having said that. Uh, for the most part, I, st- I, I, re- I st- still enjoyed it. There were, um, there's a few sort of plot bits that are like, okay, you could have probably handled that better. Sure. Um, but I really enjoyed it. I think that the, the, the three kids, the, the three main kids, I think are really great. Yeah. Um, the the guy who plays their uncle, who I always call Bobby, um, because he was Bobby from Ice uh, for, uh, Iceman, Bobby yeah. from from the from X Men, uh, yeah. Aaron Ashmore. I, I feel so sorry for for him, from my own self, because every time he turns up in something, I go, "Hey, it's Bobby." Yeah, there he and, is. Yeah. <laughs> which is probably not great, but I do think he's actually not a bad actor. Mm. He he has this. He's has got this really good thing. So when um when he was younger and with his their father, the kid's father, um, they obviously found the keys and they did stuff in the past with the yeah. keys. And at some point, they 
basically wiped his memory. They they made made sure that, that, that he wouldn't remember what they did. So the, the the uncle has this sort of thing where he he knows stuff's missing, but he can't find it. You know, he can't sure. sort of. Every time he sort of thinks about it, it just sort of, you know, glazes over. It's like, oh, no, nothing happened sort of thing. Yeah. <clears throat> There's some really good stuff with him that where they're trying to get his memories back. Right. Um, and, yeah, there was some really nice stuff in it. I really I really did enjoy it. But I think they've definitely kiddified it more. They've, they've, they've toned it down a lot more than the comic is. Sure. Which they did in the first season as well. The first, you know, um so I think I can, I, I did enjoy it. I would recommend it, but I will say it depends on how much you can cope with Dawson's creaky teen ang stuff. Sure. And, and to be it, fair, there is, there is, there is quite a bit of that in, uh, in Lost in Space season three as well. So, you know, yeah. it, it kind of goes I, with the territory, I think, to be honest. If you're, if you can deal with that stuff. Yeah. If you can deal with the more, the, the sort of more, you know, young adult stuff. I think it it was it held up pretty well. It, it wasn't it wasn't bad. There was you know there was there was some pretty good performances. I, I you know like I said the the main three kids I think are great. Um, there's some some nice little scenes. There, there's they they're there's a, some scenes where they um they go back to the sort of the 1700s and right. the discovery of the of the of the portal and things. That was a little ropey at times um i think they probably could have done that a bit better and they did they've set up um the they've they've they've, they've set up the, the the new thing for season three um and as i said i haven't read past that i haven't got that far in the comics either so i don't know how much that diverges either um but i did enjoy it i think it's i think if you like that if if you want to you know relatively good um Teen um, sort of sci-fi show. I'd give it a go. I think it was mm. it was okay. It was it was not it was not bad at all. I, I did enjoy it. It's, I think the first season was was stronger. Yeah. Um, is it then, is it left know, open for a season three? Yes. Yeah. It's, oh, they 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 <laughs> they're, they're, on, they're counting um, on it. Okay. They full on set up season three. Yeah. Um, uh, so yeah, I mean, I, I, you know. Netflix, so that yeah, yeah. it's what they do. Whether they get another season is 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 is, is anybody's bloody well guess at this point because yeah. that's just the way they roll. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there's some. I did like the the um the girl who is possessed by the demon, uh, Eden, um, Helena Jones. I thought she was she was a nice addition as the as a as the uh, in the first season she's just this horrible snarky teen. And she's kind of horrible snarky in this, but she's a, she's got a little bit more bite, I think. And I really enjoyed her performance as this, this uh, demon-possessed child. Sure. Um, yeah, there's some really nice sort of some stuff in it. I really did enjoy it. So, you know, it's not going to be for everybody. And like I said, the teenage stuff will fucking grate on a lot of people. At times it grated on me. But overall, I enjoyed it. I think it, yeah. it, it holds up all right. Well, that sounds great. I, I will definitely be checking that out at some point. And I'm not going to review it now because I don't think it's, uh, it's there's not enough episodes out. But I did start watching the Wheel of Time series. Yeah, you and said so, it's pretty good so far. Right? So far, I'm enjoying it. I, mm. I really like it. I did watch the first couple of episodes with my brother-in-law. 
okay. who is a massive um, wheel of time fan. Did, did he hate he's it? A, <laughs> um, no. Oh, that's so, good. So that's good. The funny thing is, is, so he watched the first episode. Well, he started the first episode, and the first line in the the sort of first couple of lines in the first episode made him rage quit immediately. Oh God! Okay. And he was like, "Fuck this shit," and he stopped. And then we went round to to sort of stay for a bit, and we were like, "What should we watch?" And, we, and so we were sort of like, you know, fine, trying to." We actually did watch Lock and Key there. We watched Lock and Key, and it was like, "What do we watch now?" And it's like, "Well, the you know, we the times there." And he's like, "Well, I don't want to watch it." It's like. Come on, let's just give it a go. And I said, if it's shit, I said, we'll just turn it, it off. And we'll, if it's shit, you know. I will enjoy watching you rage. It yes, exactly. Fun. It's win-win so for me. We, um, so we started watching it, and he hated quite a lot of it, but he was actually surprised at quite a lot of it as well. So okay. he did... He did. I mean, I've read the first book, and I didn't couldn't get into them. I wasn't as enamoured of it. I think the, the the main three characters in the books I didn't like very much, so I didn't finish the book or didn't go through it. Um, and there was a lot that I did not remember. There were bits and pieces that sort of you know fragments that I remembered. But he said um, some of the things they have changed. He's seen why they've changed it, and it makes more sense. He actually said that there were some genuine changes that he liked. Sure. <clears throat> So one thing that he did say was um, the character of Perrin, who he said for himself was one of the weaker characters in in the in the books. Right. Um, he's got like a, an interesting arc, but he said his origins in this they've they, uh, not really spoiling anything, but they've given him a wife and a, a, a more of a motivation for why he's the broody, mopey guy that he is, sort of thing. Yeah. Okay. Which, which way he says, and um, one thing I will say is Rosamund Pike, who is I love Rosamund oh, Pike. she's great, phenomenal. She's great in it. She's mm. so she's. I mean, I think you you can tell with some of the actors. You think where where did the money go in this series? Probably on Rosamund Pike, and, <laughs> and probably, well well spent it was too. Yeah, they, they probably didn't spend too much on some of the other actors, but Rosamund Pike's good enough. They spent it where um, it counts. I. For the most part, I really enjoyed it. So far, I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying it. It is. I think a new out, new episode came out yesterday, which I haven't watched yet. But yeah, I, I think give it a, give it a go. It's it. So far, I'm, I was enjoy. I've enjoyed it. Hmm. Cool. Well, is there anything else before we uh, bugger off? Uh, the only thing I were uh, wanted to discuss was the uh, the casting of Nicolas Cage. <laughs> yeah, I. You know, I weirdly down with it yeah i so nicholas cage has been cast as dracula in the renfield movie i i think but i'm down with it i'm yeah, certainly I curious mean, enough to see how he does i i think he yeah this could be interesting he's i mean we we love we've loved his oh god yeah oh the god. last couple of years he's he's totally pulled himself back up back up he has by by his uh apron strings and apron strings by his boot stri- uh, bootlaces, yeah, and he's 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 made a conscious effort to do better movies. He really does. Um, he really has, yeah. And uh, I, I, he's I, made I, some of my favorite films of the last few years. I yeah, cannot, absolutely, you know. Um, he's got a lot of goodwill with me these days. <laughs> as as I've as I've said, I think 
probably is going to be movie of the year. Actually, is probably well. So- I, I have I have scarce few weeks left to watch it to see if it makes my list, but I think it probably yeah. will. So uh, um, it's it's on my list to to see before we do our so uh, our year end. So movies that I can before uh, we do our, our top uh, fives, yeah. but. Um, yeah, so the the thing that slightly makes me nervous is they've also cast Aquafina. Mm-hmm. Now, she can be very, very annoying. She can do drama. Yes. But the things that I've heard is that this might... It's, I mean, it's set in modern day. Um, I can't remember who's playing um, Renfield. Is it Nicholas Holt? I think it might be, actually. I think it's Nicholas Horn, isn't it? Which is which, tremendous, uh, if that's the case. He's, a, he's, a, he's, a, he's a, I really like Erhol. Uh, I think he's, he's a good actor. Um, I've been hearing rumblings that it might be a comedy. Well, which uh, yeah. makes me slightly nervous because, yes, you know, we know that Cage can do comedy pretty well. He's oh yeah, know, uh, raising Arizona and 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 stuff, but he's also been in some bad stuff as well that have been uh, comedy wise. And I don't know what they're gonna, what, what, how this is gonna pan out, because you know the, the up until you know the, la, the 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 last sort of Universal, the last couple of Universal movies have been okay. The, the Invisible the Invisible Man was really good. I really enjoyed that movie for the most part. Yeah. Um. No, what was the other? Was, was there, no the other? The one, well, the Mummy was, was shot. <laughs> yes, the Mummy, fucking appalling. Um. Uh, yes, it was only that. It was only that one that was good. Wasn't uh, there it? is Dracula Untold, which was shite, and which then is, yeah, the Mummy, yeah. which was shite. But, no, but Invisible exactly, Man was like the reset on the series. Like Invisible Man was yeah. like, okay, we're we're back in firmly into so, good territory. I don't know whether that's whether they're going to even attempt. I'm, I'm guessing not. They're not going to attempt a uh, universe yet. Well, they no. Um, they're they're still talking about Bride of Frankenstein as a movie, aren't they? Um, yeah, they they still. I, I don't know whether that's with the cast that they had before. I don't think no, it is no now. Idea. Because because it was going to be Angelina Jolie, wasn't it? It was. Yeah, yeah. I'd I like her they, to direct it though. I would be. I'd be happy down with that. for that. Yeah, that's not a problem there. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm a little worried if it's going to be a comedy. Um, yeah, I mean, I can. But, I, yeah, I, I think I'd be a bit disappointed if it turned out to be a comedy. I'm, I'm down with it. I mean, I love Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein, one of my favourite movies. Yeah. Uh, I, I like comedy horror, uh, and I, and I don't mind Dracula yeah. being part of that that comedy. But I, I do feel like this cast is kind of lending itself towards being like a real credible, decent movie. And mm-hmm. you know, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. But yeah, that's kind of that's the only thing I really uh, yeah. had on the dock. Well, what are we watching next week? That's the question. So, uh, yeah, completely your yours and my wife's fault. Ha! Um, great. We're watching. We're watching. Batteries not included. <laughs> we are going to watch Batteries not included. Hooray! Last week, last week with uh, with, <laughs> with you and my wife, uh, Batteries not included is what we're going to be doing. Is she going to join us? Uh, probably not. Okay. No. 
Okay, well, uh, she, you she, can relay her thoughts. Watch the movie with me, but uh, she, yeah, she will. Uh, awesome. I, I've been wanting to rewatch Batteries Not Included for so goddamn long now. Um, <laughs> and this is basically what started it was last week. I think before we reviewed Flash, we we, yeah. we your your wife was in the room and we were talking about uh, about it, and I said how much I because uh, it's one of her favorite films of all time, right? It is one of her favorite films. Yeah. Uh, she, and. Uh, Oh, I I have such fond memories of watching that as a kid. I haven't watched it since I was a kid, I don't think, but I, oh, I literally well, well, that's interesting. wore the because goddamn tape out as a kid, though. Because it's Caesar's uh, favourite film. I, tend, I still catch it like at least once a year with her, really. Mm. Yeah, um, oh, that's fine. So, yeah. yeah, well... well, Yeah, so here we go. That's, that's what we... we go. And it's kind of kind of Christmassy. It's kind of moving us in that Christmassy direction for me. It's quite a yeah. Christmas... It's not a Christmas movie, but it's the movie that you used to watch at Christmas. Yeah. I was going to say, it's a movie that tended to be on at Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Okay. Yeah. Well, we will be back next time with Batteries Not Included. But uh, until then, stay safe and uh, yeah, we'll catch you next week. <laughs>